Hey y'all, this is Demrez, and I'm with my co-host, Sosina. And this is Peaceful Unrest. Your stop for Black views and opinions. Today we're talking about colorism. The best topic to talk about ever. Yes, I mean, it's all just fun and light. Just what we need. (laughs) <laughs> for the first episode just a light topic you know all right so first things first what the fuck is colorism oh yeah i'm cursing that's gonna be a thing <laughs> i didn't expect anything else okay all right what is colorism sasina So to me, the basic idea of what colorism is, is just one complexion being better than another, but also like the idea that if you're closer to whiteness in society, then you're better automatically. Is that not just true? Is that false? (laughs) Have I been fed a lie my entire life? I mean, that's debatable. I mean, I guess it depends on who you ask. All right. So where does the idea of colorism come from? I mean, you know, it was the white people. But how did it start? Why did it start? What was the purpose of colorism? Let's talk about it. Well, where do you think it started from? Um, Way back, back during the days of slavery when they were trying to figure out how it is we can get black people to mm, I want to say comply or be as docile as possible when they're being kidnapped and forced to another country to be slaves what do you think it started I honestly don't even think it started like that far back I don't think it started as soon as like slavery began I think it started relatively recently like our concept of colorism now where it's Mm. perpetrated by black people themselves it's you're so right about that it is definitely internalized like I don't I don't even think white people care about what color you are at this point if they, if you have a smidgen of black in you, you're automatically black. Oh my goodness! I what is it? The one drop rule? Yeah, it's very real. Um, this is what, yeah, this is exactly what I think. You know, black is black, light skin or dark skin. White people cannot tell the difference. They are colorblind. I don't know if you heard. So <laughs> they don't see color. They don't. So. Yeah, we're pretty much all the same, which is why I don't understand why Black people themselves tend to perpetrate this myth that one shade is better than another. I don't, I feel like it's just to make themselves feel better or to make ourselves feel better in some type of way because. There is no power in the Black community, and there's always, in my belief, there's always going to be a hierarchy to things. That's just human nature. 
I agree with that. I believe that no one wants to be at the bottom. So it's the, like, it's the reason why poor white people fought during the civil war, even though they couldn't afford to have slaves or anything like that, because no one wants to be at the bottom of the totem pole. Yeah. I definitely think that people always want to make up a hierarchy, even when there is none, like this whole house slave and field slave myth that got started relatively recently. It's all, it's honestly a sickening myth. It's really sick to think that people are remaking history and not really taking into account historical accuracies to what happened to their ancestors. Are you telling me that these house slaves with their cool air were not living a better life than the ones in the fields? I'm I'm completely telling you that. That mm. is completely false. My mind is so blown right now, you don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> Like, a lot of people believe it, though. A lot of people believe that just because they lived in the house, they were better off. But you have to think about it. Like, who wants to be close to the person who owns them? Or raped day in, day out. Like, it it just upsets me whenever people use that to say that that's how colorism is a whole thing because... (laughs) how slaves were light-skinned people, which doesn't even make any sense because that's not even how pigmentation works. How does it work? Genetics. Whoa. (laughs) Your mind is blown, right? I mean, this whole time, it's just facts after facts after facts. And I don't know what to do with myself because I don't know if you know this, but... I am of the lighter skin variety. So. Oh my goodness. I felt lied to. I felt deceived. This whole time. (laughs) I feel like. Have you seen the news with um, Cuomo's brother? And he was like. I have something to tell you. I'm openly black. (laughs) Wait. Oh yes. Was it who was he talking to? He was talking to what's that guy's name? I don't Talk even know. Trevor no, not Trevor Noah. It's the other Don Lemon, I think he was speaking to. So you're openly light skinned? I mean, I, I didn't wanna be openly light skinned because you know it's hard out here for us. I don't know if you know that with all our oppression, um and no privileges. So I was scared to come out. But, you know, our queen, Danny Lee, she made it safe for us. So here I am. (laughs) (laughs) I'm here. I'm out of the closet. This is me. Take it or leave it. So you're saying that... So you're saying that you're light-skinned. So, like, how does that... Does it affect you in your everyday life? I mean, not yet, because I haven't gotten my blonde extensions. But once I do that... (laughs) I have been nothing but good times. So, no, but seriously, on the real, it definitely does hold privilege, which I didn't realize until I got older and started to become more aware of things. It, there are definitely privileges associated with this, with being light skinned. Enlightened, and, because as you know, I'm from the darker variety. I mean, I cannot tell you how disappointed I was to find that out, but you know. <laughs> 
well, for instance, well, okay, this is going to sound weird, right? But where I come from, and I'm not going to say where I'm from, but if you hear my accent, I'm pretty sure you could fucking figure it out. Yeah, you can. <laughs> okay. You can. It's something. <laughs> but um, Black people tend to think that I'm Hispanic, and Hispanic people tend to think that I'm Black, right? So if I'm around a like, Black growing up, Black boys, being... Hispanic in their eyes were super exotic. Never mind the fact that where I'm from, it is it's not exotic at all. Nothing could be less exotic than being Hispanic. And mm. so I guess I got more attention from males. I don't know if that's a privilege. I mean, nah, eh. I'm not going to say that's a privilege because being hit on by dudes but I wasn't made fun of like the darker skinned girls in my schools at least not for like my skin tone or their hair texture that was a big one I feel like texturism is so a thing as well along with colorism definitely is and even in the you even in the natural hair movement it's a thing which is crazy I well as somebody who's um dark skin and I have like a better texture hair I really don't know anything about like texturism but I know it definitely exists because for one uh my cousin she has kinkier texture than me and my family's always like well you need to teach her how to fix her hair and I'm like how how do I teach somebody how to fix something that's not broken you have to shrink yourself and just get into her genetics somehow and just strain out those textures. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I mean, I, I, okay. I have a question about the natural hair movement. Mm-hmm. Now, it was a way to celebrate natural hair, right? Do you think that texturism started to come into play when that movement started being co-opted by other races? I feel like texturism has always come into play because, how do I say this? (laughs) I feel like, like how you were saying, is it a privilege to be wanted by men? I feel like it is because desirability is always a thing. And I feel like for black men, the most desirable thing is closer to whiteness. So I feel like Mm. even women internalize that and they wanted looser texture hair. Whether they thought it was because it was easier to manage, which is completely false. It's just knowing your hair. I feel like a lot of times um, there's just the whole idea of desirability in the society. And even without other races coming in, that whole idea of white and close to whiteness is always going to penetrate minority um, spectrums. You're definitely. Because when you think about it, like the undercurrent of any idea of beauty is always the European standard of beauty. It's always very small features and a very symmetrical face. But, you know, well, I mean, maybe that's changing because of dumb people who want to inject things into their lips 
so they could be black but not actually be black you know what i'm saying i i feel like it's so strange i was um talking to someone about this actually how for women the the beauty standard is white but for men the beauty standard is just it's very low bar like (laughs) if you look at a lot of men in media a lot of them are average i oh my goodness i agree with that sentiment so fucking much (laughs) i'm tired of these basic ass motherfuckers just in the face (laughs) no i agree like i always in my mind i always think about the quote-unquote internet's boyfriends and like who it is at any given time and i'm like these are some of the most basic looking people i've ever fucking seen in my life and i don't get it but i think this is because society is so geared towards men Mm -hmm. that they don't have that pressure that women have i agree yeah, I think I mean, that's why colorism doesn't really affect black men like that. Unless I mean, you're light skin. Unless you're Drake. Unless you're Drake skin. Light skin men have it rough. I mean, the mo- I mean, they're always crying about stuff. No. <laughs> <laughs> um. Does color? I mean, does colorism affect black? Men? I mean. If only we knew black men. Mm, but we do not, so. <laughs> I feel like it kind of does because I remember, like, the whole Drake thing. A lot of people equated light-skinned men with, which I don't really get this, but, like, with femininity and weakness. Well, I think that, one, that just definitely goes to show what they think of women. The fact that you're equating femininity. Well, not women. Well, yes, women. Because typically, femininity is equated with women. And therefore, when they are d- diminishing some, oh, you know, a light skins, I don't know, person by talking about how feminine they are, they're really talking about what they think of women in general, I think. I think it goes to show that um, just light skin and closer to whiteness is seen as more feminine in general. Like, if you're a dark-skinned woman like I am, you're more masculine, whatever that means, just because of your skin complexion. Wait a second. Are you not a strong Black woman who's here to save everyone? I hate that stereotype. Oh my goodness. I hate it so much. Okay, I was only doing this podcast so that you can then come rescue me if I ever needed you to. And now you're telling me that you're not going to do that. Oh yeah, I forgot to mention how it affects me. I I remember distinctly having a friend, which I don't even know how I can call that person my friend, when all he did was bash dark-skinned women just just for living. Like, no dark skin woman has ever done him anything, and he just bashed them for a living. What would be, what kind of things did he say? He was like, they're undesirable. Whoa. Um, 
they're just really ugly like just some really hurtful things and i was like yo are you forgetting that i'm dark skin wow wow was this was he light skin dark skin what was he black white i think he was more on the darker side but he was close to light skin mm. wow be your own people it does and that's why i don't know when you were mentioning danny lee earlier the media really just does not do black women justice at all one danny lee is the epitome of blackness so i don't know what you're talking about but (laughs) you know the media would actually like you to believe that that black women are just light-skinned women i strongly believe that the media has a problem with showing dark-skinned women um i agree but every once in a while we get a a lupita and we're supposed to be happy with that just throw a nice little lupita out there the last time we got one was like what 10 years ago i know for a good while halle berry was the only black person allowed in hollywood they didn't allow any other black women in Hollywood. They were just like, no, get out. I don't know. I feel like as a dark-skinned woman, I would like to see more representation. And I felt like this ever since a little girl. I remember looking at Disney Channel and there would be like a dark-skinned family, a dark-skinned dad, dark-skinned mom, dark-skinned son. Oh my goodness. The disrespect dark skin son and then all of a sudden the daughter was light skinned and I was like (laughs) genetically how does this make sense it makes all the sense in the world when you think about how people just aren't attracted to dark skinned women this is in the mind of like a white producer who is you know most likely producing the show but does it matter who people are attracted to if it's for kids? Like, oh, that's a whole other conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I would say it in their minds, it sure does. If you watch pretty much, I feel like a lot of kids' shows, you can see how some of it is geared towards attracting people, and it's gross. Oh, but it exists. I'm just putting that out there. Nope. I feel, mm, that, like you said, that's a completely different topic. But <laughs> would you like to go into the section of Black women, can we live now? Yes. All right. I would like to know, can we fucking live without one of y'all motherfuckers out here <laughs> making our lives hell? <laughs> As we were talking about the queen herself and Danny Lee and her anthem for black women everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> what is the name of this anthem, Tosina? I I honestly I don't even know what the name of the song is, but I know she repeats Yellow Bone is what he wants. I thought that was the name. Is that not the name? Because I haven't actually heard this. I don't think I would be able to handle hearing this song. Like I would just combust with all my yellow bone pride. Like, Let me see. 
Are we gonna? I don't think we can like legally listen to it on air because I don't have coins to pay Dan Lee. I think her the name of the song is just Yellow Bone. Oh, we can find the lyrics. Yellow Bone. Let's find these lyrics. Ah, here we go. Genius. I found it. I'm gonna get oh blonde hair with black roots. Like I'm just doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Did you find the lyrics? No. All right. Nobody, no place is publishing that. I found some. I'm gonna read it. This is on Genius. So if anything's wrong, blame them. All right. Ready. Yellow bone. That's what he wants. What he wants. What he wants. Yellow bone. That's what he wants, what he wants, what he wants. Prada, me in St. Laurent, Prada, Prada, Prada. That is lyrics right there. Bars. Prada, me in, but I won't. Yellow, yellow, what he wants, what he wants, what he wants. Yellow bone, that's what he wants, what he wants, what he wants. Prada, me in St. Laurent, Prada, 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 Prada. Proud of me in, but I said he said he need a lift, lift. So he had a switch, switch. Let me pick a rich bitch. Work me out, fitness out. <laughs> I don't even know how to feel about this. <laughs> Do my dance on the stage when he shoots, he don't miss. Tight grip, wife this. Real bitch, don't switch. No, don't. Rich bitch. Oh, real bitch, don't switch. No, don't. Real bitch, won't switch. Switch, switch, switch. Well, let me speak about all the lies in the song. First of all, <laughs> tight grip wife this. Not so much. <laughs> I hear they're broken up, so. Apparently, that grip was loose. It was pretty loose because he slipped right out. He was like, I cannot be associated with this mess. I gotta go. This is, it has one verse and one chorus. I mean, honestly, Kendrick Lamar won a, a Pulitzer, but honestly, he should just send it to Danny Lee. I, because I I'm, I'm glad you do because, and it's hard for you as a dark-skinned woman. woman. What, I, although I don't, are you a dark-skinned woman? I think I'm dark-skinned. I, mean, I, I will probably be dark-skinned. Okay. As a dark-skinned woman, the fact that you can admit that this is just genius on all levels is really big of you. So congratulations on I being that good. kind of a person. I feel like I'm transracial or trans uh, color. And I feel like that song has made me light-skinned. It has shown that I'm truly light-skinned. I... <laughs> I'm glad that you could accept Daniel as the queen that she is. Um, move over Rachel Dolezal is what I say. Danny yeah. is here and she's here to stay. Although she has made all darks and women trans coral. So I feel like Rachel Dolezal did not do her job properly. She didn't. Although I will say that Rachel Dolezal's grip, well, the grip of her braids are a lot tighter than Danny's grip. I feel like <laughs> she should probably. <laughs> the grip on those edges are pretty tight. So. Hello, trash and alopecia. Like, <laughs> but whose fault is this song really? All right, 
why did Danny Lee herself feel so comfortable writing this brilliant but ridiculous song? I'm going to go out there and say, outside of like just society in general, it was our Black men. I completely agree. I feel like Black men have made uh, light-skinned women and different race women completely comfortable disrespecting Black women. Because not only is that song about like how men prefer Yellowbone, but I heard that that song was a shot at his um, ex-girlfriend. Is she a dark-skinned woman? Yes. Oh, gosh. Let me see. What's his name? The baby. The baby who you can't stand and his one flow. He he has one flow. I can't. I listen to him. I like him, but his one flow needs to go. He needs. He needs to learn a different flow. She's pretty. I mean, granted, if she had blonde hair, she would be better. But she's pretty. Like the baby would obviously want her more if she had blonde hair. With, with dark roots. I mean, if you're not going to have dark roots with blonde hair, there's no point. This is ridiculous. And it's like, you're fighting over the baby who, I mean, no one's fighting over. I mean, I don't know if they're, I don't really know actually a lot about the situation. Only that Danny Lee is queen and she makes amazing. Actually, I've never heard a Danny Lee song outside of Yellowbone. I, I Me either. I didn't even know that she made music. Yeah, I knew that she was a person. But I didn't know anything about her. Like, I just, I think I thought that she was, like, one of those Instagram people. So did I. I was like, is she an Instagram model? But apparently she makes music. Great music at that. Just wonderful masterpieces. I mean, clearly, that's all she does. I mean, Prada, 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 Prada. I mean, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like Black men perpetuate colorism a lot more than the women do like kodak black black women Mm -hmm. not doing anything and kodak black is like i'm already black enough i don't need another black girl in my life and it it just shows you like how deeply ingrained it is because was he not talking about having children and how dark they would be if he he had a dark-skinned baby mother I only know that he said that um, he's black enough. He doesn't need to be with a black person. Which, what's wrong with having dark skin babies? I mean, I've seen Instagram accounts dedicated to mixed race babies. So apparently everything's wrong with it. Because they're not cute. They don't have the loose texture hair. They don't have the light eyes. Even though I, pe- I feel like a lot of people who try to create these you know, mixed race babies don't realize just how dominant black genes actually are. So you're more likely to end up with a baby who looks fully black than you are to have one with light eyes and like skin and loose textured hair. I didn't even know that because of how many times mixed race is just praised. I thought it was easy to have a mixed race baby. No, it's not. Do you remember those people on YouTube? I have no idea who they are. Who was, like, disappointed that her baby didn't have her color eyes? Oh, yes, I remember. Yeah, well, yeah, dummy. More people have brown eyes than green eyes, jackass. Ridiculous. But 
but it starts right there, like from birth, like literally just from birth, you're just a disappointment because you're not adhering to this, you know, white beauty standard. Mm-hmm. And that video made me really sad. Like It did because she may have apologized. When she didn't, I don't even know if she apologized, but that little girl is going to grow up knowing that her mother thinks that she's, le- I don't know, like, I don't want to say less than, but... Well, maybe it is less than because she doesn't have these quote unquote white features. Because I don't know if you know this, black people cannot have other colored eyes. Like that's all white people. I've seen black people with blue eyes before though. Me too. But that apparently you have to be mixed. I mean, as a Blasian, you know that the only way you could have any kind of quote unquote good features is by being mixed. And that's why you have loose protection hair because you know, you're Blasian. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't get to be a yellow bone, which is what he wants, but- <laughs> I got looser textured hair, which is something that he also wants. So, I mean, although I would say that a tighter coil is easier to grip on, like in terms of a tight grip, because with the loose hair, which is I'm sure that's how they broke up, is that her hair was so. That's probably what he was gripping on. He just slipped right through his But we need to talk about how for Black men, this is just a delusion that it's a one-sided relationship that they have between light-skinned women and women of different races. Okay. We're definitely talking about the wonderful video of, I don't know who this was, but it was a Black man and a white woman sitting in a car. And this Black man just thought he had this unlock like he just thought that black men were as desirable to white women as white women are to black men as it turns out that in fact was not the case i mean he did not want to accept reality that really hurt his pride it hurt his feelings so much to the point where he was just like no you're lying you're full of lies (laughs) like (laughs) my whole identity is built on the fact that white women want me and then therefore i'm i matter i mean something i'm above someone now what's the reality of the situation when it comes to black men and other races of women i feel like black men just desire them more as i i honestly don't know where it stems from and i really would like to research where that stems from because in slavery if you didn't know like black men and black women were such a strong unit together they were really strong you want to be strong too because who else you got i think like i know i think that it's when when there's like trauma or like these really okay you know how, like, after 9-11, the whole country was like, yeah, USA, we all came together? I think it was a situation yeah. like that, you know? It was such a, like, a... I don't know how to explain it. Oh, it's easier to come together when there's a common enemy, if you know what I'm saying. Like, that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. But where where does where does the disconnect happen? Where do Black men start hating black women and start wishing that they were with white women well i think we i think we explained it when we said that no one wants to be at the bottom of the totem pole and that includes 
black men. So if they have a white woman, they feel like Nick Cannon actually said that. Nick Cannon actually said that if you have a white woman, it's a status symbol. It is. I mean, isn't that like the joke is that, I mean, Kanye West before he, I mean, Kanye West, what did he say? When he gets on he, in the song, um, Gold Digger, he leaves your ass for a white girl. Isn't that mm-hmm. the joke that every ball player breaks up with their, you know, quote unquote starter girlfriend, who's usually black and ends up with either a white woman or uh, an exotical. <laughs> I, I don't know where this delusion stems from, but I just know that it's a very one-sided relationship because apparently white women don't even consider them prizes. I mean, think about it, right? Because if black women, I mean, black women, if black men consider white women to be status symbols because of proximity to whiteness, I mean, they're white, what would white women consider status symbols? other white men not not mm. black like that wouldn't make any sense for it to be any other way i mean obviously the guy in the video did not get that message at all he, he it just missed him he was absent that day i think black men forget the simple fact that in society white men are above everyone else mm-hmm. and that black men it's hard to be a black man in society. Like, even if you're not a convict, even if you're a regular black man, you can't get a job as easy as a white person. So I don't know what it's like if that there's that something. I think that this also stems from, I think, the fact that white women have been able to escape their responsibility in the racism perpetrated against black people throughout history. But they're seen as these innocent people. So I feel like a black man can recognize that a white man is racist, right? Mm -hmm. But he's less willing to recognize the hand that that a white woman plays in that. I agree. And it, it's honestly scary that Black men forget that for their sakes, because I know a lot of stories of white women threatening to call the cops on Black men just for, even when they're together, they threaten to call the cops on them for yes. very trivial things. Like someone in my life wanted to hook up with a white woman because they never tried it before. Well, they wanted to hook up with a white woman. And the first thing I said was, you need to be careful with that. Because one phone call and they they are handed the benefit of the doubt without any question. You, not so much. Mm-hmm. There was a story of this black guy going to prom with this white girl and they were together and she got drunk and he dropped her off in a different room and went to another room. And she was like, if you don't come here and have sex with me right now, I'm going to call the cops and say that you raped me. And if he didn't have that in text messages, imagine how that would have went down. Prison, for sure. I mean, I'm honestly in this situation, like best case scenario would have been prison. 
damn, that's deep. <laughs> it's the truth. That is the best case scenario. Are you telling me that, I don't mean, was this a white area? Like predominantly white? I think so. Then yeah, best case scenario, he goes to prison. Now, so Sina, is there a way to end colorism? Honestly, I feel like the easiest way to end colorism is just to stop caring about it. If the community just stops caring about what color we are and understand that everybody is black at the end of the day, I feel like that is the easiest way to end colorism because you're not going to end a society that believes that white people are racially superior on your own. That's up for white people to do that. You're not going to end that yourself. It's up to the black community to really understand that at the end of the day, we need to stand together and be solitary and be black. I would love for that to happen. I don't, well, maybe it can happen because once upon a time, I was ignorant in my ways. And I, as I grew, I became more aware of things, became more educated. And my attitudes and opinions started to change. So maybe it can happen. But I think we're always going to deal with that thing. Like you said, it's human nature to never want to be at the bottom, to always want to be above. And so we're always going to have a little bit of that, I think, unfortunately. Yeah, I I completely agree. I feel like there's always going to be somebody who wants to be on top, which is very unfortunate. It is. I mean, once people realize that Daniel Lee is the only one who's on top and will only ever be the one on top, it's going to be for everyone to realize their place in society. Okay, I would like to point out that every single thing I said about Danny Lee, uh, in terms of her being the queen and shit, is a joke. <laughs> like, I don't yeah, know this bitch. Yeah, we are extremely give sarcastic. <laughs> <laughs> if you can't tell, our humor is sarcasm, so. Yes. All right, everyone. Thanks so much for joining us. And we hope that you enjoyed it and you come back for the next episode. What is the next episode going to be about? Mm, I don't know because we did not plan that far ahead, but (laughs) it will be something black. (laughs) Always something black. 